The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell. I am the Senior Assistant Minister and Executive Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. And... The Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the senior minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. We're in the midst of uh, starting um, a new series where I'm going to be talking about New Year stuff and New Year's resolutions and all that other good stuff. Currently at the church, uh, Reverend Wells is teaching a series called Beyond the Resolutions. Beyond the Resolutions. And basically what he's talking about is how do you get from resolution to action? because it's really important. So I would highly recommend if you haven't had an opportunity to do so, take a look at the sermon series that started on December 29th. You can go to our website, I believe, www.cutemple.org. Some of the videos might be on there, but I know they're on our YouTube channel, which is CU Temple, CU and the word temple. We just started on December 29th. So you can get an opportunity to uh, get into the consciousness from which this will come forth. Also, I want to let you know that I am actually preaching this Sunday at Christ Universal Temple. I'm going to be preaching on uh, making the most of every opportunity. I believe it's make the most of every opportunity. So, you know, I'm not going to cover the material I'm going to cover on Sunday, obviously. But I do want us to at least get a a jump to the new year because I think it's exceptionally important that we recognize what a new year is and isn't and go forth you know to do what we need to do how we need to do it because it does make a difference so before we get started let me um first of all say this happy new year i know i had one show this year already but i want to say it again because i know everybody doesn't get an opportunity to listen to all the shows but let me just say happy new year and i hope that at this point you have some things you've written down that you want to do because I think that that makes a difference as well. You know, uh, Les Brown used to say, um, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing dead on the head. If you aim at nothing, you'll put, you'll get, you'll, well, I just messed it up. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing dead on the head. And I think that's a powerful qu- uh, quote because what it tells us is that maybe the reason why the majority of people don't achieve their goals is because they don't have goals. They haven't put anything on paper. They don't know what they want and what they don't want. And what ends up happening is we put ourselves in situations to where we say we want a thing. And even if we put it on paper, that's one thing. It's another thing to get to the place to where we're actually doing something about it. So, What is a resolution by definition? You know, um, one of the definitions is a firm decision to do or not to do something. See, there's decisions and then there's firm 
decisions. A firm decision to do or not to do something. So ask yourself, what are your firm decisions? Because everybody has firm decisions that they've made in the past that pretty much guide how they act and interact with life up to this day and possibly going forward. Sometimes we make resolutions about our lives that don't really make sense. And what I mean by they don't make sense is we'll have situations and circumstances that we know that aren't necessarily for the best. Like somebody will say, for instance, uh, I was hurt in a relationship, therefore I'll never love again. Okay. Um, so I think it's important for us to recognize that we are, how can I say this? We are in a position of asking ourselves, what am I resolute about? What are my firm decisions? What are the firm decisions that guide my life? What are the firm decisions that determine the quality of my life? What are the firm decisions that either put me into action or keep me from the things that I desire? Because it, the, the, uh, uh, procrastination can be a firm decision. A firm c decision could be always putting something off until the end, to, to a later date. Oh, I'll do that on whatever. And I, I'm not saying planning because that's part of planning is to know how to properly manage time. I'm talking about when you know you need to do something and you constantly kick the can down the road. And eventually it becomes an emergency or you create urgency for other people and yourself. So when you start talking about going for resolutions into action, first of all, rec recognize that you already have some resolutions that create action or inaction. You already have some resolutions. And it's important to understand what that means. Now, I know that, you know, the new year is a real nice and comfortable time for people to reset. Now, we have to recognize that the universe doesn't know, oh, okay, it's 2020. What does that even mean in infinity? But for us, it gives us an opportunity to reevaluate because Obviously, we measure our time on Earth based upon one rotation around the sun, which we call a year. And we all know that from a physical standpoint, not a spiritual standpoint, we get, you know, everybody gets a certain amount of rotations. And then you, you lay the body down and other people get their turn. Now, without getting mystical and what that means and all the other stuff, because that's not the point of this show recognize that there is no time in God and in God there's always now there's now then there's now and then there's now the power to free your life is in the now the power to transform your experiences is in the now always in the now Never could be anything else other than the now. So the question comes into play is, if you're not present, 
Where are you? What do I mean by that? I mean that if you're not present to what needs to be done now, what needs to be experienced now, what needs to be focused on now, then your mind is somewhere else. Now, I'm a big believer that the mind is the most powerful tool in the universe. Therefore, the most powerful tool of the universe is the present with you. You're projecting it either in the future or in the, fa in the past and not taking care of the goals, the ambitions, and the intentions of the moment, not to mention the experience of the moment. But I would love to hear from you. So let me just put this out there because I want this, this, this show to, if possible, if you cooperate, to be one of those shows where, you know, people just kind of call in and say, hey, you know, this is what I think about New Year's resolutions. Um, this is how I've gotten into action. This is how I procrastinate, et cetera. So let me just open the floor to you. 816-251-3555. 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. If you have some points that you would like to cover, go over and do what we need to do, then let's make sure we do it. So, anyway, what I want you to get out of this show is simply this. Do I really, really, really want a new experience? I'm not talking about if everything is easy for you to have it. I'm not talking about if all the ducks line up immediately. I'm not talking about uh, everybody is cooperating with you. I'm talking about do you really, really, really want to know if you want it bad enough? Do you really want it bad enough? You know, from time to time, you know, you'll bump into folks who will say, uh, especially in ministry work in the ministry world, but because this is more of a self-help ministry, you know, we get a lot of variables. Uh, so, you know, I think it's important for us to um, just be present to. Sometimes people say they want something. For instance, a person say, "Okay, I really want my, you know to come in and talk to a minister." Hey, I really want my marriage to work. Go talk to a marriage counselor. Oh, I really want my marriage to work. I really want my relationship to work. And then we start talking about consistent habits. Do I want, how bad do I really want this to work? Do I want it enough to eliminate the things that cause havoc or to break the integrity of the relationship? We say we want it. But do we really want it bad enough to change? Do we really want it bad enough to transform? Do we really want it bad enough to evolve? A person can say, you know, I want to make um, more money. Or, you know, I, you know, I really want to do, you know, create, you know, my own business or get the higher paying job or whatever. 
and then you watch their actions and then you have to ask yourself a question do they really want it what do i mean by that i can't tell you how many people i've told okay hey you want to learn about some stuff okay let's put some baby steps in let's write down your goals watch this do that and then they don't do it then we get to the place of okay I need you to do this much reading every day on this subject. Then they don't do it. Hey, I need you to write down answers to these questions so we can have a baseline to start from. And then they don't do it. So sometimes people want a thing, but they don't, but they don't want to do the work. And as it is written in the epistle of James, faith without works is dead. I want to grow spiritually. And I say, okay, let's put together a consistent daily prayer and meditation regimen. And then they don't do it. Let's put together these affirmations that we need to, to understand. Then they don't do it. I want to be a real estate investor or a realtor or a broker. Okay, it's time to start saving some money and get in that class that's going to be three nights a week. Until you and, and and you know you got to study and do all the work so you can pass and be on your phase one of handling your business and then they don't do it. Hey, I want to get in shape. I need to lose 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 pounds, 100 pounds. I don't know. I know people who uh, who I've bumped into in the ministry who have been told if you don't lose this 80 pounds, if you don't lose this 100 pounds. You can't get the knee replacement. You can't get the hip. You can't, uh, you, this organs will mess up. Uh, these tests, you got to stay on these medicines. You got to whatever. And they don't do it. Now, this show might sound somber, but what I wanted to do is really get you present to. Action does it. And to take action, you have to have leverage against yourself. You got to get to your why. Why do you have to make that amount of money? Why do you have to have this level of success? Why do you have to have that successful business? Why do you have to have that happy relationship? Why do you have to have a, a great relationship with your children or your parents or your whatever? Or be at peace because they're not where they need to be and you're not trying to uh, herd cats. Herd cats is an expression of working with uncooperative people be present be present to understanding that action does it now when you are ready you do it and when you're not ready you don't do it now, I know some people will say, no, 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 Rev, I'm ready. I'm ready to make this happen. I'm ready to do this thing. I'm ready. Okay. Emmett Fox says, there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. Are you really ready? Are you really ready? I've asked myself that question, so I'm not talking to you alone. You know, I, I've been telling everybody 2020 is my year of investing in me and 
and taking my life to another level. And I've already made some commitments and show up and do this and go train to do that and whatever. And I put my money where my mouth is because it's time to get down. It's time to get down. It's about being ready. Working on my book, which, by the way, will be called Truth Transforms because, you know, it's a brand. Working on that right now. Got some coaching stuff I'm working on right now that, you know, that I'll be telling you all about very shortly. Got some website stuff I'm about to drop. Whole, whole things. Why? Because I know action does it, and all this talk doesn't make a difference. And me, I, no, not me, but I, just like you, can't get paid from being exceptional without a game plan to benefit from being exceptional. So what if you're the best-kept secret? The best-kept secret doesn't get paid. So what if it's your job, you're the go-to person, if you're not the go-to if, if, if that go-to is not uh, connecting to a plan that helps you benefit from being a go-to person. And if and if it's nothing else other than I'm the go-to person at, at work, I'm the, I'm the unstated and unsaid leader, and you can't benefit from it from that company, allow them to pay you to learn on the job so you can go do it somewhere else or do it for yourself. I'm a big believer of letting people pay you to develop your skills. And that's for the entrepreneurs out there. People say, oh, you know, I'm going to go start my business and I'm going to whatever. I was like, okay, great, go do that. That means in your current job, you should be supervising, hopefully supervising somebody other than yourself. Why? Because that is a skill that's going to be necessary. Hopefully you're managing more than one job, meaning yours and others. Why? Because when you pay people to pay you to learn on the job, that's one less thing you got to get for yourself, and that's one less thing you got to pay for, and that's and and you can develop experience without having to pay for the experience. So again, I would love to hear from you. Call in at eight one six two five one. 3555-816-251-3555. If you have an opportunity to call in, and i love to hear from you, and, you know, amazingly, people reach out to me all the time and say, hey, I was listening to your show. Um, I have a question, and then they put it in my inbox, and they're listening live. Like, so my request is that you call in. I'm not saying that I won't answer your uh, inbox messages because I always do. But sometimes I like to hear from my listeners live. Hear your voice. Hear, get a feel for your consciousness and go from there. Now, back to resolution. If you had to think about what have you been resolute about before when you really made what I would call a, an epic change What happened? An epic change. Like, okay, you know, epic changes in your life can be as you define it, but it was a radical shift that changed something major in your life. 
what was the basis for it? What was the basis? In other words, why did you make that change and what did you do it and how quickly did you do it? Like when you got to the point of no return. I really want you to be present to that. The point of no return. And you're like, you know what? This stops here. Like when you realize that you were better than this, that you didn't have to put up with this, that you needed more out of life, and then you got into action. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, get present, get present, get present. So, when you start thinking about what you want to do for the new year and beyond, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. First question. Why do I want this? Why do I want it? Second question. How committed am I to bringing this into expression by whatever the date it is? Whatever the date is. That's important too. Then getting to the place to where you recognize that the other thing is what do I need to help me achieve this goal or resolution finally who do I need to help me now all of those questions will allow you to get really clear now, I'm going to go into some other stuff very shortly, but I don't want to jump into it before the break. And I want to give people, all obviously, an opportunity to call in if they want to. But I'm, I want to stick with this definite decision because until we get definite, Reverend Ike used to say, you must be definite with the infinite. You must be definite with the infinite. If you don't know what you want, if you're not clearing your mind, then what are you doing? So, for instance, if you have not listened to my series, The Mental Equivalent, go back into the archives of the show and start to listen to it because The Mental Equivalent is based upon mental clarity, how well can you see it, and strong conviction, feeling, like deep, convicted feeling that creates the pattern in mind to build from. Everything needs a blueprint. And the blueprint for your success always begins in your mind. You just walk around during the day saying, the blueprint for my success begins in my mind. The blueprint for my success begins in my mind. The blueprint for my success begins in my mind never anywhere else never anywhere else always my mind because when you get 
that it begins in your mind, then you'll really get it. Go back and take a listen to that show. So I'm giving homework in this show because I want you to really, really understand what it takes for you to succeed. If you're wrestling with letting go of some things of the past, and that's the reason why you haven't uh, taken action, I want you to go back and listen to the series titled The Eye of the Storm. The Eye of the Storm. I did a series. I did every chapter of that book. And then I interviewed the author of the book at the end of the series. Why is that important? Yet again, because the eye of the storm allows you to get centered and free. So you're functioning from your spiritual nature and not caught up in the experiences that you've gone through. In other words, you're not your experiences. You have experiences. Your experiences don't define you. Your experiences explain what you've been through and they reflect the state of mind that either produced it or accepted it, but it doesn't define you because you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. It's all relative. If you're working on your prosperity, if you want to learn it strictly from a hardcore metaphysical standpoint, Take a listen to the series I did on prosperity, the book Prosperity. Make sure you listen to it from Charles Fillmore's book. I did every chapter. Or listen to the one I did at the end of last year, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Go over it. And I have several prosperity series, so you can listen to many. But those are the ones that are popping up right now, to be clear. And if you're working on getting a healing, I did a series called Spiritual Healing, the What and the How. So if you need to get your mind wrapped around getting your body in divine order, what I'm saying is take the actions to support what you want to produce in your life. Point blank. So we have to take our break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have a caller now. Uh, hi, Sherry. Are you there? Hey, good morning from California. Oh, okay. It's the Reverend Sherry James from Up Church in California. How you doing? Hey, right, right. Um, so I have a question, uh, and you may have covered this because I, I dialed in a little bit later this morning, but maybe it bears repeating. What is your system for identifying your goals, like the stuff that, that you are prioritizing? Because I would imagine in your position you have a lot to focus on. How do you say this and not that? Well, well, 
Well, I think there's a couple of levels to this. Obviously, personal goals, you know, I practice what we preach. Which First thing is I get still and get clear. Okay. And I ask myself questions. You know, uh, you know, one of the things that I've been doing more of late is uh, the visioning practices by uh, Michael Beckwith, where you just go into the prayer and meditative state and you start asking the universal spirit or divine mind questions. And then you see what comes up. And, and so what you know, are those so, questions? And I, if you don't mind me asking, because I think I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Those are the five questions, like what is God's highest vision for this? Yeah, what is God's highest vision, <laughs> highest vision for my life? What must, you know, what must I release? I'm just spitballing here now because I haven't written down uh, what is, but basically is what is God's highest vision for my life or in this experience? You don't have to say for my life. It could be at this right. job, at this church, in this position, in this, moment, in this right, relationship, right, right, right. in this moment, right. whatever it could be. But getting really clear and centered on what it is that uh, is seeking expression through you. And, you know, then, mm. you know, start asking questions, you know, what do I need to release to bring this into expression? You know, right. what do I need to, um, you know, accept to bring this into expression? You know, because one of, what ends up happening is we put ourselves through, um, how do I say this? We put ourselves through position in, in, into experiences where we're not asking ourselves the tough questions. So, you know, if we ask, you know, why I'm always broke, the universe will give us a good reason and answer the question. You're broke because. And mm -hmm. instead of asking the question, you know, how can I be, um, what's the, how I want to say this? How can I put my, how can I express more abundance in the form of? It could be health, money, whatever, mm -hmm. et cetera. You know, one of the things that's interesting is, and, you know, as you know, in my class, I've mentioned to you that I'm teaching a class called Getting Results and at in the Johnny Coleman Institute in Chicago. And I'm teaching Rich Dash Cash Flow Quadrant along with another book, uh, Ten Pillars of Wealth. And one of the questions that Robert Kiyosaki always states is when you're bumping up against something, Always ask yourself, how can I afford this? How can I pay for this? Because it puts the mind in a different position. You know, so even when you start talking about goals, first thing you need to get clear is what it is that you desire or what is it seeking to express through you. Now, let me just be clear. I'm not one of the people who only says, okay, let's just what the universe is seeking to express. There's just some stuff that Galen just wants to do or wants to have. And I'm totally cool with saying if I want this experience or I want this item or this whatever, then if that's what I really want, I'm going to go for it. Because for me, if it gives me a sense of, okay, what do I get from this experience? Now, you, you know that we're always chasing a feeling, whether we want to admit it or not. We're always chasing right, a feeling. Right, right. Right. And what I mean by chasing a feeling is, how do I feel based upon now that I have this? You know, for example, I can remember years ago when I was growing up, um, you know, my dad used to take me to these Jaguar dealerships. He, he was a Cadillac man, but he loved Jaguars mm -hmm. as well, but he never bought one. 
I can remember going mm-hmm. to the, to these dealerships, and they weren't on the south side of Chicago, as you can imagine. So we were in the suburbs mm-hmm. or the north side, and I can remember when I got a certain age, and I was like, you know, uh, I said, you know what? This is probably 16 years ago now or so. I just mm-hmm. decided I want an S-type Jaguar. <laughs> and I'm right. serious. I was just just why do you want it? Because I just want it. I just wanted the feeling of driving it and knowing it right. was mine. So right. I put that as an intention. Now my ironically, my dad worked in the car he was a car sales manager. So I said to him, mm-hmm. I know that your lot, because he had new cars, but the new cars were American made. And mm-hmm. he had used cars. I said, I know your car, your lot never gets Jaguars. But just in case it ever comes across, you let me know if it's an S-type body. That, you know, I know they don't, that's, that body's not around anymore. Right. I'm telling you, Sherry, amazingly so. Like a month and a half later. Wow. <laughs> he says, uh, what, what was the co- color of my, it was titanium, platinum, something like that, whatever. It was like a, Ooh, it was an odd fancy. color. <laughs> Four door. And, and let's just say that because the, my dad was the manager, I got the, 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 the family, family, family discount. <laughs> like the, the odds of that car showing up at that lot was was one one to one thousand because right. normally it was it was it was a few years old but it was brand spanking new in the sense of it was a it didn't it didn't have thirty thousand miles on it right because the owner bought so, it the premium so and just what, bought it what do you do huh no go ahead i was saying no, 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 I, was, I was gonna ask like what do you do do you like how how do you keep like, was that a goal that you kept in the forefront of your mind? Did I, I you prayed like... with it with great intention, and I released it. Now, I will say, which is different, because sometimes it's keep it in front of you. But as you know, we've been uh-huh. taught uh, that, that sometimes part of the manifestation is the release. Yeah. And for me, it was like, okay, I got this strong intention. I spoke the word for it. And here's something that makes a difference. I had a conversation with somebody who actually could move the needle on it. If by chance it ever happened. Right. You know, one of the things that when we want to achieve things is we don't actually have conversations with people who can actually move the needle. So I didn't go talk to, you know, uh, you know, my cousin that, that, you know, that, you know, does people's hair. Right. If I was led to do it, then of course I would have. But we tend to right. not have, you know, we we hold it in our minds. We never take action. So part of my action was I had the intention. I spoke the word. I went to a person who can actually help me, and and because intuitively I was led to just say to him, I know you never get Jaguars here and whatever. You got your, you know, your you know Chevys and whatever the lot sold is the regular new cars and the used cars. You know, I normally, you know, you you see a good Cadillac and some good whatever, and every blue moon, you know, Mercedes or BMWs, because and I, and, you know, because you know, excuse the term, black folks like those cars, so you would tend to get them more. 
Right. But you never saw Jaguars on the lot. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So part of it was yeah. just having the conversations where uh, you're putting yourself in a position um, to do whatever. So when I got the call from him, you got it, which was the almost these exact words. I found the perfect Jaguar. It's almost basically brand spanking new. Bring your checkbook wow. and come now. Right. <laughs> I literally like left work and went and got my car. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So so okay. So so but I I work with like how how much do I keep it in the forefront? Is it a background thing? Like you know where 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 is my thinking on a consistent basis with it? Well, let me give you something that you could use. Because you know I'm your brother, and if it's if it's helpful to me, then it could be possibly helpful for you and helpful for the listeners. Um, in the book Creative Visualization, um, there's an exercise by Shakti Gawain. It's called the Pink Bubble uh, Meditation, and um, you can also buy it on an audio version of this. I don't know if it's on you know download, but I I have the CD, but I've Done right. it so no, many I, times I now. I don't book, listen book to the CD. Like way, way back. That's one of the first classes I took. Right, but on the but she has a CD which she called Creative Visualization Meditations, where she actually teach, she actually coaches you through the meditation. She actually says, "Do this, do that, do this." So I, when I when I found out about the book and I liked it, I bought the meditation CD, not the book on CD, the actual Shakti Gawain guiding you through the meditations. And so she would do these. She would do these back-to-back meditations. One was a meditation where she centered your energy, where she gets you to a place where you know energy's coming in from the top of your head and coming up from the sole of your feet, and you're interacting the energy in your body. She called it, I believe, grounding. So you can get your consciousness to the place to where you're in the flow. And then once you get there, you imagine what it is that you desire, and you surround it and immerse it in a pink bubble pink symbolizing love that you're surrounding this desire this goal in this sphere of love and then in your mind now that you've blessed it and given it the energy of love you literally watch it get more distant and distant and distant and you send it out to the universe to fulfill to fulfill itself mm. uh, and what what I discovered from doing that technique, it was it helped me get past the what's the very human word I can use for this? It helped me get past the anxiety of holding on to a goal. Yeah, because, that's good. That's good. And you said, it's not, well, okay, I'll look for it on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so it was she. So on the CD, the first meditation was grounding, and then the second one was pink bubble. Now. I don't even remember the other meditations on that CD because I never got past. I ain't gonna say I never got past. I listened to the CD, but in my practice, I never got past those first two because I know, and you know, you know, we're you know we're like brothers and sisters, you know, so you know you just live in a whole nother state. (laughs) But uh, right, right. I have a I have a lot of willpower. You know, I'm you know I can make stuff happen but it's more of a challenge to let something happen right right that's a type A personality 
Yeah. You know, you know, you know, right. you know, I can I can be a pit bull with a stake in front of them when I need to be. <laughs> right. Right. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> However, okay, that's dope. That's dope. I'm gonna look that up. I'm not, like I said, I have the book. I bought that was one of the first classes I took with Reverend Mack um, yeah. out here in LA. So, um, so I'm very, very familiar with it. But um, I hadn't heard of the the meditation. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, because it's one of a lot of meditations in the book. She's just uh-huh. teaching. You know, you're writing it down. But when you get the the audio. Not of the book, but it actually is Creative Visualization Meditations by Shakti Gawain. What it actually does is when you sit down and you put the audio program on and you just sit there in your seat and you allow yourself to get in a state where you open yourself up to divine intention. She even says, go to the crown of your head. All the stuff that we would teach gets this energy flowing in your body. So then when you get to what you're clear about what you want and you release it in love. You 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 let go and you let God. It's sort of like when we talk about in the creative process, the seventh step is the Sabbath. She's literally right. teaching a method to do the seventh step in the creative process uh, that we teach in our brand of metaphysics. Right, right, right. Okay, got it. All right, well, thank you for calling in. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It was very helpful. All right. And if if you're in the L.A. area, please tell people how to find you. Oh, yes. If you're in the L.A. area, we have the best church in the entire world. So really, you should fly in um, because it's that dope. Uh, We're at 600 West Queen Street in Inglewood, California. Service time is at 1 o'clock, and I promise you it is a worship experience. Don't even think of it as a Sunday service. It is a worship experience. Website or Facebook page? Go to upchurch.org. Facebook is facebook.com slash upchurchla. Twitter is upchurchla. Yeah, all of that. All of that. All right. So go go get your blessing on. Thanks, Reverend Sherry. Take care. Cool. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. So... As you all can see, when you all actually call in and ask me questions, you pull up stuff that I didn't even intend to teach. So <laughs> I think that's really important. So this gives you the benefit of making sure that you could possibly get a breakthrough result by just calling in and asking questions because it does make a difference. Now, you must be definite with the infinite. Your decisions, your choices determine how the power is used. The power is there. So you can unconsciously use the power and end up anywhere, or you can consciously use the power and end up where you desire. Now, I know there are always going to be situations and circumstances where you might say, well, um, I I didn't anticipate this. I didn't anticipate that. Let me just say, for the record, even the greatest mystics can't, with 100% certainty, predict the future. There are variables that come into play because there's your individual consciousness, what you know consciously and subconsciously. There's things that you're working through through universal law that you see it. There's things that possibly you're working through, if you believe it, from your karma. There's things that you are working with that are a part of your collective family consciousness. Uh, extended family consciousness, 
things that you are connected through through gender or race or sexual orientation or political affinity or religious background or acceptance or whatever national uh national nationalism and just being a human being there are many things that connect to create the experience that we call life you know um i was just having a conversation with reverend wells yesterday about the black swan phenomenon which maybe one day i'll do a whole show on which is you know, I, you know, you'll see a million swans and then you'll see one black swan. The black swan is unpredictable. Or, and there are going to be some unpredictable moments in life where you didn't see it coming. Now, the question is, once you have those moments, will you allow them to distract you and sidetrack you and get you off of your agenda for your life? Or will you adjust? And go forward. Adjust and stay firm to the decisions that you've made. Adjust and stay resolute to achieving the goals that you desire. That's really the question. That's really the question. So let's be present to what that means. Let's be present to how you can achieve the goals that you really, and when I say really, I mean really, desire. You know, I used to tell my students that if Jesus manifested in form right now and said to you, uh, tell me five things you really want right now, you have one minute to do so. I mean, your real top five. Would you be able to tell him? Now, I'm just using Jesus as an example in the Western world. You know, somebody else, it might be somebody else that they follow in their religious uh, whatever. But I'm. But the point of it is, if someone that we acknowledge is at a whole different level of consciousness of, of producing or getting results, showed up and said, I can give you whatever you want. If it's the, it could be the genie in Aladdin. Give me, give me your three wishes. Would you be really clear what those three wishes were? Really clear? Really clear. I just want you to be present to that conversation. Because if you're not present to it, what will end up happening is you will create Situations and circumstances through being in uh, indefinite instead of definite that will, you know, drive your life into a ditch. And then you're trying to figure out how to change things up. So let's give ourselves another opportunity to win. Let's give ourselves an opportunity to be able to say, I am definite with the infinite. Go find out what works for you. So, before I get off the show, I want to piggyback on one word that uh, Reverend uh, Sherry James uh, shared when she called in. And that word is system. 
anybody who's ever produced fantastic results has a system. Everybody. They just don't get up and do stuff. They don't. So let's just be mindful of what that can look like. Let's just be mindful. Get you a system. What is your system? For instance, um, in Christ Universal Temple, we teach five basic principles. It's a system. We teach these same principles in the Universal Foundation for Better Living. They're consistent with the principles that are taught in unity. First one, omnipresence of God. Second principle, the divinity of humankind. Third principle, the power of thought, or sometimes called the value and power of thought. Fourth system, fourth principle, practicing the presence. That's the prayer, meditation, sitting in the silence. Fifth principle, the law of demonstration, or what we say, like guess like, cause and effect, law of mind action. Now, when we're teaching Bible, when we're teaching a book, when we're giving a sermon, when we're doing workshops, when we're give, you know, teaching our classes, somehow, some way, we're going back to those five principles. As a matter of fact, If they aren't taught, then we haven't taught what we teach. That doesn't mean we have to always say, well, the omnipresence of God, but it needs to be in there. I often say, for instance, that to me, the most important principle in new thought is that we teach that there's something radically right about the human being. That's a way of thinking. That's a system. Because no matter what I go through or what I experience, I know I am divine. That's my resolution. It's a decision. It's a choice based upon my own belief. You say, well, how can you prove that? Okay, I get it. I prove it by how I treat myself. If I treat myself like I'm divine, if I treat myself like I'm perfect, whole, and complete, if I treat myself like I love myself, I, then I'm treating myself how I view myself in the, in the, and I'm using this word metaphysically, metaphorically, sight of God. Because if I believe that God is good, and God's will or intent for me is good, which is a part of how we teach the omnipresence of God. God is everywhere present and God is good and God's will for us is good. Then I accept that if I'm the image and likeness of God, then I'm the image and likeness of that good. That's a part of my system or way of being. So I have to make sure that I reinforce that consistently. What's your system? McDonald's is able to produce what it produces because of its system, not because it has the best burger. 
I bet you can name off the top of your head probably 20 places that have a better burger than McDonald's. But they have a system that allows it to be inexpensive, efficient. In other words, it's fast and it's consistent. A Big Mac in New York tastes the same as a Big Mac in Chicago and it tastes the same as a Big Mac in Dallas, Texas. The system gets McDonald's paid. The system. Where do they actually put the McDonald's? The system at play. And I know people could get, oh, they're paid, this, that, and other. I'm not talking about that argument. I'm talking about the system. Because if you don't see that it's a system, you don't get really what's actually happening. So, I just looked at the clock and I realized that I've run out of time. And maybe next week we'll talk a little bit more about systems. I'll see. I'll see how spirit leads me as I do my prayer work. So, I gave you some homework during the show. Make sure you do it. Obviously, some other stuff came up when uh, Reverend uh, Sherry James called in. And hopefully, you can utilize that material as well. And, of course, now that means that I got to make me some meditation material because I got to get paid off of that, that, too. Next time somebody calls in, I can say, hey, my meditation program is this because that's how it works. God bless you, and I'll talk to you next week with Truth Transformers. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.